0: Hello, welcome back to another episode at Zero. I am your host Olivia and I'm back again. So today's episode is not actually going to be me talking about anything, but as you can tell on the title, it's my freaking birthday. I'm old as shit now. So I'm just gonna just talk a little bit of how it's been since the start of like everything because when I first started a podcast it kinda had uh I had I did a small little uh, episode where I talk about how the year has been. So let's do a little update on that, cause it's obviously been quite a while since that freaking episode. So yeah, I last did that in twenty twenty. So that's two years ago. So yeah, I'm just gonna do a little catch up and all, and then answering some telonyms So yeah, let's just get straight into the tell names first. First one being: When did you not speak up when you should have? Um, let me see. Maybe I don't know I think it's a very common thing But when we are kids right When we are in Like kindergarten Or in primary school At least for me anyways I feel like it's a very common thing When you see Other people get bullied You know how Every time people say like uh, For mental wellness You have to go and stand up For other people Just cause you don't see them Get bullied And then like You should not keep quiet about it And tell the lecturers Tell your teachers But the thing is right As a kid As a kid You're beating me as shit Then you wouldn't be able to do anything So obviously you just try and be a bystander And even if you want to tell somebody You'll be telling your family, right? And obviously your family's not going to call school And say, hey, this kid's getting bullied Obviously not, right? So yeah, I feel like that's something that All of us as kids, right? Like kindergarten, primary school or whatever Those, like that kind of age That like you see these kind of things happen And you don't know whether you should speak up or not but obviously, clearly obviously you should have because that kind of that period was, is when kids are actually slowly start to grow up and when they realise what's wrong and what's not, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's when. In secondary school already I didn't really do kinda of, I didn't really like speak up in terms of my thoughts for for like the school or whatever. So yeah, I guess so. I don't really think that if you, you honestly feel that you should don't want to speak up, right? I, I don't think you should. Because if you have the feeling that you don't want to, then just don't ah. unless it's a very serious issue, then please do. Next question. Would you say that college is worthwhile? Why? Um I would say college is worthwhile. Um because I mean for me, as you guys know, if you have heard any of my other episodes before, I have gone from after graduating secondary school end levels, doing N levels, graduating. I went to ITE first, and now I'm currently in Poly So my IT years, the 4 years in IT that I did Those were college years as well And then this current Poly as well is also considered a college thing Tertiary, whatever So yeah, I honestly think going to college is worthwhile Because going there Okay, I'll say it this way Okay, for example, you go to JC, right? Most people that go to JC Like, they either don't know what exactly they want to study Like, in terms of industry or they just don't know like whether or not this course will be right for them, whether this choice is the right one because their parents say you should go this, go that, you know, that kind of thing. Then yeah, I guess then you will go JC. But then for people that honestly you know what you like, you know what you love, you know what you want to do in the future in the industry, then college is very worthwhile because they actually, at least I'll say this because I, if you guys watch my, listen to my like previous episode about the school stuff, You know that i hate poly currently i don't really find what is funny at all i don't find any enjoyment the people are great don't get me wrong the students are great the classmates are great i just hate the school like curriculum and the things they plan out for students in terms of like work work given is not that hard but in terms of like their lecturers and then how they teach students are not that great compared to like it or like even my secondary schools not to be honest Going to college is great, but depends on what college you go to. Because I honestly would recommend going to IT instead of Poly, even though technically the whole government, and the whole Singapore at times usually would say, I don't. This kind of stereotypical, but usually they would say you go to Poly instead instead of IT because Poly has better like industry standards. They have things to teach you better. They send you up to industry, world, that kind of thing. But thing is right now that I've finished four years of IT and doing Poly now, right? The major difference is that Poly is definitely not. Definitely not preparing you well for the industry. In terms of like teaching you things, right? Because thank you in IT they give you two years to build up on stuff, and poly they give you three years. So you will expect those three years of poly to be well crafted, well prepared from lecturer side, from the school side, so that you can make full use of those three years. Cuz you have three years, right? But the thing is they don't. Instead, I'm wasting my time doing a fundamental class that once like they are using for experimenting a new course. Like why are you using new batch of students who came here just to study a course that they know they want and then you suddenly give us fundamentals? There is nothing related to us at all. And it's just for us beginning picks for a new course. I don't get it. There's no point. And like when they say poly get you ready for industry, maybe they do, maybe they don't. As of now, I can't really say because I'm year one, but I don't really see that happening at all as well. Because the thing is, for IT students... Even though our industry attachment is in year two and year one, we don't really get any industry attachments. The things and the knowledge that the lecturers give us in those first years, right? Compared to the first year that I died, like, the first six months at least of me doing poly, right? Or at least like three and a half months ish of me doing poly. Like, there's so much different. I've taken so much knowledge in one week in ITE than a week in poly. I barely learned anything in a week in poly. But in IT, I've learned so many things. So many freaking things. And like, every time the, the lecturers will tell you whether in IT or poly they, they want to treat you as adults. But has the difference. In IT, they actually treat you like adults. They don't just, they, they don't spoon feed you as whatever, but like, with things like teaching or helping you, giving advice, these kind of things, IT lecturers are more mature about it. Poly, poly lecturers, those that I've met, those that have taught me, no. I honestly don't feel like they are even worth to be called lecturers. Like, I know that you don't need to spoon feed us. I don't need you to spoon feed me. But the thing is, what about all level students? They come here empty-handed. All they have is the knowledge that they have from secondary school. And you guys just jump straight into it without giving some sort of explanation. And you expect them to be grown-ups and accept that this is how poly is, how the industry is. There's no way that's going to happen. You got to give them some kind of like, like freaking, uh, what do you call it? Like backup or like some intro to how things are going to work. And then you guys can start into it But the thing is The intro that they freaking give is not even a legit intro It's like a day of like One sentence accounting. kind of thing. What do you think That's gonna help them adjust It's not going to So I, don't, I really don't get it I really don't like poly, Yeah, But I mean I'm straying off A lot of topics right now But I really don't like Poly at all Like polytechnic I really don't Maybe as years go Then It'll get better But as of now I don't see any worthwhile Of me coming here And Even if let's say This is this obviously Like I want to say it's a joke, but at the same time I don't really want to say it's a joke I really don't want to be in poly right now I want to drop out because I feel like there's no use In me being here, I'm wasting my time, I'm wasting the money That my parents are using To pay out for my school fees When I'm not learning anything worthwhile But the thing is, they even have an outrageous rule that you drop out, you need to pay money Then what's the point? If you guys are not teaching anything useful for me That I know that I'm not going to use any time in the future Why should I pay this amount of school fees and have to pay to drop out? Why is this nonsense, this bullshit So yeah, but if I were to answer your question, right, will you say that college is worthwhile? I'll say yes, but go to IT. Don't go to poly. Poly is not great. They don't teach you enough things to understand how to actually work in the industry. And because you only have two years in IT, right, they teach you things faster. And it forces you to be able to learn things. Yeah, sure, some people will get stressed. Some people won't be able to cope it. But that is the truth. In the industry, no one's going to wait for you. You're going to have to go and learn things yourself. You're going to have to suck it up and do things. Seriously, but in poly, they don't teach you that. You just expect you to know it so yeah i would say going to college is worthwhile but just go to it not to poly next question what makes you proud i think like similar to the other episode where i talked a bit about it but being able to do what i like what i love what i feel that is worthwhile that is what makes me proud yeah next question What have you ever eh, What what have you never been good at um, sports, <laughs> I can tell you truthfully, that is something I've never been good at Because I personally don't enjoy it and I don't put any sort of effort into it That's why I've never been good at it So yeah, and I don't feel bad saying it because I hate sports, so yeah Next question What have you always been good in? Um, I think talking to people Because generally like most people tell me that the first time they meet me I'm scary looking, I'm intimidating and stuff like that. And because also I have tattoos, right? So people think I'm like very intimidating because I have tattoos and they're not small, they're quite big. So yeah, and but the thing is people always tell me that after they, they talk to me, after they get to know me, I'm actually quite a very like, quite a calm person compared to how I look. People at times say I'm Alien, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's something I've been very good in. Just talking to people, listening to people, giving advice. Like Sometimes I make a joke To my close Very close friends From secondary school That I've known For a very long time Say that I'm Like literally Just a counsellor <laughs> Even my current poly, classmates and friends As well Like I, I honestly Feel like I'm a counsellor Because when I talk To people I don't like to Sugarcoat things Like if you wanna Reply from me right, I'll give you The most factual Thing ever That I know Like it may not Be scientifically Factual and whatever But it's based on fa- Facts that I know like, At least So yeah I think that's Something I'm good in And I'm proud of it too so next question. Your opinion about drinking during the week? I think it's fine. Because I do it myself as well. I think it's fine to drink during the week or any time of day. But as usual, it's the kind of thing where you need to know where to stop and where not to go over line not to cross, that kind of thing. Yeah, Just don't get addicted, don't drink too much until you, you go and hit people, you go and do weird shit in public, that kind of thing. No one's the limit. La. So I think it's fine anytime you drink during the week, just don't get addicted and just draw the line. Next question Is there someone in your family or friends That really changed in what way uh, I guess Both eh now, I mean I feel like this is pretty normal Because like, as the years go right The more people you meet The more people you talk to the more you get to see of the world. You kinda change based on what you see, what you learn, right? So no matter who it is, family or friends, throughout the years they'll change. It can become from some angry snub bastard to like some really nice person that understands you. Or like some person who's really nice, become some toxic sh- piece of shit. You know, this it is what it is, you know. There's people that I've been close to in secondary school and now I barely even talk to them. Because they change so much. From a kid that always cry over small things in school and like say people bully. And then now it's suddenly it's become some Person that calls there's nothing wrong with this by the way. Calls all their friends bitches la Say you ho la. Like the bitches part I don't mind because I know there's some people that call their friends bitches because it's funny. Yeah, I don't mind that because sometimes I call my friends that as well. But I like saying toxic things to your friends, say that you're you're like not fair, you don't look good in this, why are you acting like that? Why are you dressing that way in front? Like no one no one really knows why throughout the years, why people change so much. It's true that even though the more you experience things, the more you kinda see the world the more you kind of learn that the world is not really that nice. Because as kids, right, you kind of think that the world is very shiny, very sparkly. But in reality, it's not. (laughs) So yeah, I think no matter what, family or friends throughout the years will all change, including myself. I'm not really that nice in reality, but I know that I myself throughout the years have really changed a lot because of what I've been taught and what I've seen and what I've heard from other people. So yeah. Next question. What is the most important to you in relationships? Honestly, I think it would be trust. No matter what, because the moment you guys don't trust each other, right, it's gone. Case you'll keep lying to each other, you'll get jealous over useless things, you'll assume stuff, fights go on. You know, yeah. Trust is one of the most important things. Like I won't answer love, no matter what. I won't answer love because for me personally, I'm a person that uses more of my head than my heart, and I've done like multiple quizzes to prove that. So yeah. Next question: How important is your partner's character? Or why? Um I think it's important to a certain extent because obviously if your partner's character isn't something that you would see dating or you even like then you won't even date in the first place, right? Yeah, and then like similar to the other question like, if your partner is kinda like toxic and whatever not and then it's not really the person that is there for you all the time and there will, at least for when you need it. You don't need your partner doesn't need to be there all the time. You just need to be there when you when you need them. Then yeah, obviously it's important. This partners this <laughs> this Your partner's character has to be important because like Like if this person isn't the right person for you, you never know what's gonna happen in the future like whether good or bad, you know So yeah Next question Best ways to tell someone they are being sexist? I'll just tell the person straight to your face yeah Like if this person is being sexist, I'll just tell them they are being sexist Cause honestly, whatever you can do, I can do too It's not better <laughs> It doesn't matter girl or guy there's like some stereotypes that girls think that guys cannot do, can do, and then guys think that girls can or cannot do. But yeah, honestly, if this person is being sexist, right, there is no reason for me to listen to this person. The easiest matter for me, right, if you don't want to tell this person straight away that they are just being sexist, is you prove to them that they are being sexist. What I mean by that is like, for example, they said something like, oh, girls are not able to carry heavy stuff, girls are not, uh, not able to fix things, that kind of thing, then you don't say anything, you just say okay, but then you prove to them that you're able to fix things, you're able to carry heavy things, that kind of thing. But I don't kind of mean it in a way that you like, forcefully go and try to do it when you mentally and physically know you can't, don't. It's just a freaking like, statement from this dude or this girl and you don't really need necessarily listen to them. If you're affected, don't be affected, literally. Because there's no reason to get affected by sexist people, you know, they can do what they want, at the end of the day. After this day, I'm not going to see your face, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Next question. Why do you think it's a good reason not to have kids? Uh, I feel like the main reason is because you cannot look after kids. Like, if you yourself know that you're not going to be a good parent, you're not going to bring up this kid nicely, and you're just going to throw them to your grandparents, your own parents, that kind of thing, you know. Then, what's the point of having kids? You're not going to look after the kid, then don't have a kid. You know, yeah. That and the second most important thing is if you don't have the money to bring up a kid. Like, even though people say, like, uh, you got no money, bring up a kid, then you need to bring up a dog, or you bring up a pet, cat, whatever. But, like, the thing is, if you count the cost, right, keeping a pet, like a dog, for example, since I have dogs, i can give that example, right? So, like, keeping a dog and then, versus being, like, keeping a kid, they're about the same cost. Like, even though, like, you think, like, kids have to spend money because of milk powder, clothes, pampers, whatever not. But then, if you think about it, your pets need to have vet visits, shaves, uh, haircuts, you know, that kind of thing. Grooming, you know, yeah, they still cost money, and then like their shampoo and other also only cost money. Then, if you like to give your pets like clothes and whatever, not collars, new chains, then yeah, obviously, it will cost money. So, yeah, but yeah, that feel like those two are the good reasons not to have kids. If you feel that you're not prepared as a parent, and if you don't have money to even like grow up, they grow up, look after your kid too, like, so they grow, like, you know, yeah. Next question Do you have any plants? Uh, no, I don't. I suck at growing plants. <laughs> I, I, I When I tried keeping plants in like, you know in secondary school there's always like science projects where you have to keep plants Yeah, those kind of things I always like fail and then they'll die in a few days or like they'll sprout And then I'll just leave them and then someone else will look after <laughs> So yeah, I can't, I can't look after plants so I know I don't have any plants Next question, what's your opinion on long distance relationships? I replied this in another episode, I forgot which one but yeah, but I'll reply again so basically I'm fine with LDRs, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with LDRs, it's just that as you as a person in LDR, right, do you want to have that relationship where you know that your your partner is on the other side of the world, but you can't really do anything about it, you know what he or she is doing, you're worried, you're paranoid, that kind of thing. If you're fine with that, this is full on trust, by the way, like what I mentioned earlier. Like, if you and your partner feel that LDR is not going to be right for you, you feel that you'll keep thinking about other things, you'll be worried about this, then you know that you won't be able to make time to make calls and all that. Then, honestly, idea is not going to work for you. But if you guys feel that you guys don't mind... If, despite the different time zones dif- Despite the different Very hectic schedules You guys can make time With each other to call To message Just to chat for a bit Then by all means Do LDR But if you really know That you yourself as a person do have the commitment To do so As much as you love this person Then I really wouldn't Recommend LDR Because it takes a lot of Toll onto your heart And then your head as well Because like You'll keep thinking Of this person you Try to think of solutions To find this person And whatever And then some people Don't have the money To go to this country Where the other person is So yeah Honestly, if you feel like you can't keep up with the struggle and the intensity of LDR, just don't do it lah. Yeah. Next question. Stuck in a friend zone. Need some advice. Okay. Okay, okay. Friend zone. Um. This It depends on what kind of friend zone you're talking about, you know. Because some friend zones are people are saying it like, you guys are actually legit friends. You guys are like almost like bros and sisters, you know, that kind of thing. Then, I guess then you'll know how this person's character is that in a friend because you're, you're really close to this person so you know that he or she doesn't want this kind of like pushy behavior or whatever not then I wouldn't push a friend zone to be honest if it's meant to work out between you guys it'll work out one way or another of course sometimes maybe it might take forever to do so but if this person is like in a friend zone with you right and you talk to this person about it like Okay, I think I feel like there's two methods to this, okay? Okay, if you're in a friend zone where well, you can talk to this person about it. Like, for example, you confess your feelings, right? And then they tell you, sorry, just think of you as a friend. Then, they are not the type of people that are, like, awkward as fuck after your confession. Yeah, those kind of people you should stick around with because they are very mature about it. They are very nice about it. And who knows? Because it's kind of like the thing where you, when someone first confesses and then they reject you, uh, after a period of time of realizing, right, where you think you die down your emotions then this other party will slowly start to notice the small little things about you because you confess to them. Then they're just like... I feel like it's a psychological kind of thing. So they'll kind of just look over to you, just curse like you confess to them, and like they have this lingering feeling that they have because it's always... I feel like it's a very nice feeling to have someone confess to you because this person likes you, right? So naturally, your eyes will just drift over towards them. uh. Then I feel like that kind of method... In a sense that, cause sort of gives the other party that you confess to a bit of feelings towards you, and who knows, it might be a glimpse of hope for you. But there's the other met- not method, the other way that those people kind of like they all destroy cut- how you after giving a friend zone. I don't think this type of people you should continue, like being friends with or even having a crush with, because if this person's awkwardness, right, is gonna get over the fact that you like them and you used to be friends, right, then there's no point in dating this person. Because if you think about it, if this person can cut off you because it's awkward, right? Then what happens if you actually date, and then this person just going to cut you off again? So yeah, that's my advice. Last question. When do you realize that your parents aren't perfect? Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't think anybody's parents is perfect. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but there are some good parts to having uh, good parents and bad parts of having good parents as well. So for me personally, because... I've I live in a single like parent family kind of thing so I I don't really like know exactly what you want to like me to say. <laughs> like I don't know like obviously parents make me stay, they do they do things where they, they kind of expect you to know stuff, they want you to do this, they want you to do that. it's kind of normal as a parent, because if you think about it, right? Like all parents are parents for the first time. Sure they can ask their own parents how things work, but the end of the day, right? as a parents for as a parent, right? No matter what you like seen and done in your own life, you kind of like act differently from your parents. Though like you may have some actions that are similar to your parents in the way you treat your child, most of the things that you're gonna do when you have a child is regarding your own personality, what you've seen, what you've been taught throughout your life, right? So yeah, I don't think there's anything to do with my own parents being not perfect or my own parent not being perfect. I'm fine with that because to be honest. If I'm a parent in the future I'll probably do the same as well, I'll suck at it. So yeah. But that was the last of the telonym question. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been a while since there was an update on how it's been. So the last update I did, if you guys remember at the beginning of the episode, I talked about it as well. It was in 2020 when I first started the podcast. It's a re- It's been a really long time and I'm sorry for like not being able to upload like a lot of episodes. Like more uh, frequently and all that, and all that because I don't know now that I am kind of in because today is my birthday, right? So I'm actually turning 21, but now that I'm in this, like the big 20s, right? It's kind of and it's kind of solemn. And like when I try to meet my friends from secondary school, that way, when we're all like because we're all 21, right? It's kind of hard to meet up, like now that we have so many things in our life that we have to deal with and so many like commitments, it's kind of hard to realize that like things have changed things are different because you know how in secondary school like you have all the time that you want you can go home anytime you can go this can go that if you got true parents and whatnot but now that you're in like tertiary and whatever you're in your 20s or like at least 18 19s right you can you can kind of realize that the more all the time that you have right, are based on school projects assignments And you don't really have other time to do anything else except weekends. And then weekends, if you are like, kind of like me, but you don't do what you do everything last minute, then yeah, then then that's the time that it happens uh. So, yeah. And then to talk about the major difference from 2020 to now, 2022, it's obviously COVID. So, back in 2020, I didn't actually struggle that much with COVID. Yeah. Like, okay, HBR was horrible back then. But now that it's been 2 years, I kind of got used to it, and luckily, at least for now in Poly, I don't have a lot of classes that are with HBL. Though personally, I prefer if all these classes are in HBL because I hate all the TP fundamentals. So yeah, I said maybe like one of the modules, but... Yeah, I'm fine with HBL now, because like, there are lessons that I feel like I don't need to go to school for. So yeah, I'm fine with HBL, and it's kind of like the mentality where I can just sleep now, so I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really hate HBR as much now. But obviously if you tell you go full on phone, knock down, again I'll cry because uh, uh I don't want to do HBR anymore. In terms of some subjects because I don't do to listen to the lecturer, it's a pain, yes. So yeah. I'll happily stay at home and not go for TP fun, not gonna lie, but yeah. There's some other things that's changed. Um I think in terms of relationships with people there's it has changed quite a bit. Cause back when I was in, in twenty twenty in, in ITE I kinda had a more flexible schedule to work with, cause everything isn't like things are told last minute, but they're not as bad as now. I like, literally there's a lot of things in Poly that are told really last minute, like just don't tell you anything and then expect you to know. And then like there's lessons that they are they freaking show YouTube video, and expect you to just understand from the YouTube video. Like bro, you're a teacher. You're supposed to teach. You're not supposed to just play a fucking YouTube video. My so give me HBR. I just watched the YouTube video doing your your stupid lesson out here, right? But yeah. Some other things that changed. Uh I think me as a person I haven't changed that much to be honest. Maybe I'm more outspoken now than before. Now that I've done a few things, got to know more people and stuff like that. I've been more open to saying things than I wait, I keep more of my comments to myself in terms of like bad comments, like you know. I feel like those things have changed along the the year as well. Cause personally for me I don't really celebrate my birthday because I don't find an enjoyment in it. And I hate the birthday song, so... <laughs> but, other than that, yeah. So, 2022 has been... Right now, has been okay as a year so far. It's not that bad. As much as I hate Paul it's not I want to kill myself over it. So, yeah, I'd rather kill the lecturers over it, but you know. <laughs> 2022 so far has been not bad. It honestly, has been not bad. There's been some fun times. I've met very good people, really cool friends, that probably will last quite a while as well, and then... I've picked up some skills that are a bit different from what I expected to be learning. So I guess that's a fun part too. And um I don't know, there's things there's there's a very big difference from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two in the sense of how people interact now. Like I feel like more people are more conservative now than before because of what has happened, you know. It's like it's kinda of weird. So yeah. And then, another thing that has changed from 2020 to 2022 is the fact that we can travel now. So, yeah, hopefully I can travel soon. I have plans to do so, provided my passport doesn't get delayed again from freaking uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, but it's kind of nice that we can finally travel now. I can finally ease out into somewhere that is not Singapore. (laughs) So, yeah, pretty cool to be able to do stuff like that now. Since we we don't really have much limitations and... Despite the government saying that we we don't need to wear uh, our mask outside, of like a HDB that kind of thing or like downstairs that kind of thing, like basically outdoor areas don't need to wear a mask anymore. That's nice as well because it's getting really really hot nowadays. Then yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. There's not there's not a lot of things that I really like. Think about now. I don't know. There's the 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 right now currently twenty twenty two because I've been so focused on like. School work and stuff like that, right? Every I never really have time to go and think about other stuff. So I've never really thought of why or how things are like, that way. But yeah, I think, to be honest, my major difference from changing in 2020 or 2022 is that I don't keep, like... Like, how do I say this? Like, I'm more open in a sense, but... At the same time, I know when to keep, like, my mouth shut. Like, I, I used to do that well as well, I I used to do that, not used to, I don't know, I used to be very good at that as well, but like, otherwise, I just go by, I think maybe because I got old and cranky, <laughs> so I kind of used, now I, now I usually, like, if I don't like it, I'll say it straight to your face, I don't care, like, last time, I still, like, try and keep my thoughts to myself a little bit, but now that, like, I'm getting a bit older, right, when people annoy me, I usually say it straight to their face, or, It to somebody else, like quite quickly. I don't know why, maybe it's an age thing, who knows? But yeah, 2022, honestly, I hope it gets better because it honestly isn't that great right now in terms of people, relationships, and what's going on in my life. It's pretty cool, but um, in terms of school, they can eat my shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really enjoying poly life, but yeah, I think you guys can gotta get that from my freaking rant earlier, but I think. Actually, let let me uh Let, let me know guys If you want to like see a IT versus Polly episode Because I really feel like I can talk a lot about it But depends So yeah, this is a little special episode Because it's my birthday I just want to talk about it a little bit So yeah, I think So I don't really know what else to talk about So <laughs> yeah I hope anybody else is having a Anana birthday or Birthday coming soon A happy birthday Or a happy belated birthday To anybody's birthday So yeah, that's I think that's all Yeah And um As usual, I forgot in the last episode as well, but let's recommend some songs. So, the first song actually I hear from Koba Solo before, but it's actually uh, a song called Happy Birthday. It's not really a good song, to be honest. (laughs) Like, like it's not a happy song, not a good song. It's a good song, a super good song, but it's not a happy song. So, yeah, there's a song called Happy Birthday. And it's by, uh, I watched it from Koba Solo and Fujikawa Chiyai. If you guys know her from the Shield Hero first season, she sang the songs from me as well. So yeah, like, the original artist's back number, so you can switch it out back numbers, happy birthday, or you can search Koba Solo's version. It's really nice, so I really like the song as well, so you can listen to that, happy birthday. Then, um, I think there's, there's a few other songs that are really cool as well. I don't know if I recommend these already, but uh, Amali and Kelly Mori's Villain Vibes. I am obsessed with Amali right now. I don't know why I didn't hear the songs back in the day. I hear more of Jubi's and like, Rachel's songs, I didn't, I didn't even know like, Amalie lasted as long as them. So yeah, like, Amalie's debut album leave all her songs inside, Yeah. oh my god, there's no bad songs, go listen to that, the whole album's good. And the next thing is from Niji Sanji, <laughs> from Nornis. three of their JP uh, members did uh, have a group called Nornis. and then they, there's a new song called Abyssal Zone, so that song's freaking good. So, yeah, that's freaking good as well. And then, um, I don't know what else there. There's been quite a lot of things, a lot of shows coming out as well. So, yeah, I think another show that I'll recommend, I forgot to say it in the other episode. I put it on Teleny if you, if you guys saw it. But, um, it's from the anime called Paripiko, man. So, I love all the songs from this show. I love Coronako. Co so, yeah, you can go watch that show. Some people say it's not that great or whatever, but, like, you know, it's good, it's good stuff. So, yeah, the camera died not parking. But, yeah, I think that's all. See you in the next, y'all.